The Buccaneers began OTAs on Tuesday, so we dive into some observations from day one. Gronk continues his troll job of Bucks fans and teammates as he still hasn't made a decision about returning. Then we're going to answer a voicemail and some questions from the live chat on the YouTube live feed. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, man? Welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where we are live. Right now, thank you to all of us joining over there. We thank you for making us your first listen or view every day. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but of course, you can check out everything my co-host David Harrison is doing over at BucksGameDay.com. You can check out everything I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. And of course, follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. So Tuesday was the first day of OTAs for the Buccaneers. And as expected, there are some notable names missing from the OTAs. That includes Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Russell Gage, Donovan Smith, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Devin White, Carlton Davis. Now, Mike Evans and his wife, Ashley, are back in Texas and are expecting the birth of a child any day now. That comes from, I believe I saw that from Greg Allman on Twitter. So more than an excused absence for a voluntary workout when you're expecting the birth of another child. My thing was, I was really, really surprised to see Russell Gage on this list. You take a look at at the other players, yes, they're they're prominent players for the Buccaneers. They are leaders on this team, but they've been in the system for a couple of years now. This is Russell Gage's first year in the system, and you would kind of think that your first year in a new system, you're going to want to try to get as much of the offense down as quickly as you can before heading into training camp. Now, maybe Gage will show up you know, later on, and, and he just wasn't there for day one, but you know, even though the, the whole team went through a coaching change, and usually with the coaching change, a lot of players who normally wouldn't show up to OTAs will be there because they want to start to get the new system under their belt, start to understand it a little bit. That's why I was so surprised that Gage wasn't there. Gage doesn't know the offense, and it's a very difficult one. Maybe he felt that since his quarterback wasn't going to be there, he wasn't going to be there, and he'll get, you know, sped up once he's able to hook up with Tom Brady, but I would have expected somebody who was spending their first year in the system to be at OTAs, start to get an understanding from Byron Leftwich, the offense coordinator, and and start to understand the playbook, start to understand what they're trying to accomplish. You even had Chris Godwin there who is injured. He couldn't participate due to injury, but he was there. He was he was part of the uh the squad and there were a couple of players that you know weren't there because or they were there and, and weren't participating due to injury. I know Grant Stewart was one of those players, but um, kind of something to keep an eye on maybe, in my opinion, is is Russell Gage. Is he going to show up for OTAs at all, or is he just holding off and waiting for uh, for minicamp? CeeLo Ram, uh, other than rookies we signed yesterday, do you know who else has impressed? Nothing outside of what I saw on, on Twitter, CeeLo. Um, yeah, obviously I'm not there. I'm I'm here in Ohio, just a little bit away from 
my guy David Stacks, who's in the chat. Shout out to him. He's the one that sent me that uh, that beautiful picture right there. So, um, yeah, I mean, early it's it's early. We're talking day one of OTAs. Let's let's wait a little bit. Let's start to see some of the names that are uh, that are popping up. I know there's a, a undrafted free agent wide receiver that they really really love. He's gotten a, a tryout contract for for training camp and. Uh, you know, he's been incredibly impressive early on, but you know, outside of that, it's, it, it's still way too early to really start picking out, uh, picking out some names, but a name that all of you are familiar with is that of Vita Vea and Vita Vea is expected to take on a larger leadership role in the offense. And, and he spoke with the media after practice on Tuesday. And, uh, and he said, quote, I feel pretty comfortable with it, it being, you know, becoming a leader of the defense. We've got some other guys in our group that are older than me that also play that leadership position. So I don't think it's all on me. I think as a collective group, we all do a good job working together and taking that leadership role when there needs to be leadership. I think that's the best thing about us because we call each other out on our BS. So it works out for us, end quote. So Vita Vea, as you would expect, you know, he's locked up longer than any other Buccaneer as far as his contract is concerned. He was a first-round pick. He has been a crucial part of this defense. Well, now Jason Pierre-Paul, who has been a, a constant leader for this team over the past couple of years, he's no longer there. And Dominican Sue was brought in to bring a little nasty, bring a little leadership. He is not there. Doesn't mean he won't come back. Doesn't look good. Doesn't mean he won't come back. But now they're looking... To Vita Vea. He is the leader at the front of that defense. You still have Devin White and Levante David there in the middle. Looks like Antoine Winfield Jr. is kind of emerging as that leader on the back end of the defense. But you bring in some veteran guys like Keanu Neal, like Logan Ryan, who we're going to talk about in just a moment. But those are those are new guys. Those are first year on the team, first year in the system. They're going to look to their young guys. Who is going to emerge? out of that young core that they have drafted over the last couple of years to be those leaders and, and to really take hold of, of this defense. And like Vita Vea said, you know, call other players out on their BS and, and hold each other accountable for the long term. And I know Bucks fans don't want to think about it, but Levante David is not the long term. Now you have Vita Vea up front. You still have Devin White in the middle and you're going to have Antoine Winfield Jr. on the back end of that defense as the long term leaders think sap brooks lynch how long were those guys the leaders in those respective areas of the defense that's what you're looking at here these guys drafted within just a couple of years of each other they're growing together they're learning together they're winning together they're going to be the ones to spearhead this todd bowles defense for as long as todd bowles is around and and as long as uh that defense is intact so it's nice to see that that the coaching staff is looking to Vita Vea to say, we need you to be that guy up front. We need you to be that voice, that leader. And, uh, you know, the better it is that, that Vita Vea is comfortable with it. But like I said, we're going to be talking about Keanu Neal and Logan Ryan coming up in just a moment. And coming up in segment three, we're going to be answering questions out of the live chat. So make sure you're getting your questions in. We are going to get to a lot of those but first summer is coming and with summer you're going to need some food on the go built bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations throw them in the bag 
throw them in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they are healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. Not only can you have both, but you can have it in the form of a birthday cake Built Puff. Those are amazing. Built Bar sent me a case of them. I'm having to fight my children in order to be able to eat any of them because they keep taking them all. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Most of these Built Bars, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. And go to built.com and check out all of your favorite flavors from the birthday cake puffs and the churro puffs to the peanut butter brownie, the coconut almond, the cherry barcia, so many different flavors. And if you're not familiar with them, go ahead and order yourself a mixed box and you're going to find which flavors are your favorite. So next time you can build your own custom box. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Now, segment one talked about Vita Vea speaking to the media about being a leader, being, you know, a guy that they are looking to. Well, Antoine Winfield Jr., of course, is another one of those guys, but he has some help now. The Bucks lost Jordan Whitehead to the New York Jets, and Jordan Whitehead is having himself a time, uh, you know, kind of throwing some shade at the Bucks on Twitter, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into the additions of Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal. Antoine Winfield Jr. spoke about them specifically to the media on Tuesday. He said, quote, yeah, I'm glad to have those guys on our team. It allows me to be versatile and allows our secondary to be more versatile because they can come in and fill those roles immediately that we need as far as having them in the box or having them in the post. They're an extra addition for our team, so it's great to have those guys' versatility. Todd Bowles loves safeties. He loves safeties the way Toronto loves losing in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And his safeties are always these versatile, versatile players. Guys like Logan Ryan, who David and I have spoken about numerous times, that can play in the box. He can play deep. He can play in the slot. He can come off the edge. He can play an outside corner. He can do it all. Well, Antoine Winfield Jr. is another one of those guys that is incredibly versatile. We've seen over the course of his young career, he, you know, he'll crash the box. He'll come in and blitz from the corner. He'll line up and, and as a slot, but he'll come in on an edge blitz. You know, he can cover everybody except Cooper Cup in the second round of the, the NFC playoffs. Um, you know, he's, he's another one of those really versatile guys. So having all of these guys that can do all of these different things, whether it's Antoine Woodfield Jr., Mike Edwards, uh, Logan Ryan, Keanu Neal, it, it adds an extra layer of deception to Todd Bowles' defense because just because you see these guys lined up in these certain spots doesn't mean that that's where they're going to stay. It doesn't mean that, that, that they're tipping their hand as to what they're going to do. You could have Logan Ryan coming up to the slot showing blitz, then all of a sudden he drops back and here comes Antoine Winfield Jr. flying off the other side. It's, it's so, so, 
I mean, versatile, right? I mean, Antoine Winfield, you know, said it himself numerous times. It, it creates such a versatile look for this Bucks defense that you never, ever know who's coming, where they're coming from, who's dropping back, who's coming up. It, it adds a layer of difficulty for the opposing offenses to be able to figure out what kind of defense the Bucks are in because you you see all the all the tricks all the everything where you know you'll have your dummy call to try to get someone to move or shift you're sending one of your receivers or your tight end or your running back in motion to try to show are they playing man are they playing zone none of that matters anymore because the Buccaneers are are able to move so many of these pieces around that they don't have to tip their hand they don't have to show the opposing offense what they're about to do and it, it makes it more difficult for them to execute their game plan, makes it a lot easier on the Buccaneers, creates for opportunities to take the ball away because of miscommunications on the offensive side of the ball. Quarterback didn't see what he thought he saw, all those different things. So I'm really excited to start to see Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal immerse themselves in, in the back end of this defense. But somebody that a lot of Bucs fans uh, are wanting to see immerse himself in anything other than trolling on social media is Rob Gronkowski. And it, it, it's, he sent Bucks fans into a flurry again over the weekend when he had commented on Leonard Fournette's Instagram post that he would be cheering Lenny on from the stands while wearing a number seven Jersey. All right. Then Tom Brady posts a picture of himself and Gronk celebrating after Super Bowl 55 for Gronk's birthday and, you know, the big happy birthday banner over the top. And then it said, are you getting bored yet at the bottom? Then on the Tampa Bay, on the TB12 account, uh, you know, there was a post saying that Gronk better be healthy this season. So Brady's starting to kind of poke. He's, he's getting a little tired of it. At this point, Gronk has made Bucks fans and his buddy Tom Brady and the rest of the Buccaneers wait far longer than Brady did with his 40-day retirement. And I don't know, I've I've gone back and forth on this, and, and you guys can let me know uh, in the live chat what you think. But I think Gronk is just loving trolling everybody. I think he, he sends out a post or a comment like the one to Leonard Fournette saying, I'm going to cheer you on from the stands wearing your jersey. And he just starts in with his goofy Gronk giggle. And saying, you know, watch everybody freak out about this. And I, I started at like 99% sure that Gronk was going to come back. I think I dipped all the way down to like 60%. I'm back hovering around like 80, 85%. And um, one of the big tells for me, maybe I read too much into this kind of stuff. Or I take signs like this way more seriously than they need to be taken. But you go back to draft weekend and Logan Hall is the selection for the Buccaneers to start the second round within five minutes the Buccaneers social media team had a a photoshopped picture of Logan Hall in a Buccaneers uniform wearing number 90 and we all said well that's it no JPP Kate Otten who wore 87 in college uh there with with Washington he was a high pick for the Buccaneers at the tight end position Probably would have been drafted even higher than the Buccaneers got him had he been healthy through the process. Well, he's wearing number 88. And I get it. 
I get that numbers can change from rookie minicamp to, to OTAs to training camp. And there's only so many numbers to go around. And, and there was somebody else, one of the, the rookie minicamp invites was wearing number nine. So people were asking if Joe Tryon Shoyenka was changing his number. That wasn't the case. If this guy made the team, he would have to pick a different number because nine is, is Tryon Shoyenka's. So at this stage, I think Gronk is just having fun trolling everyone. I think he doesn't want to show up to the voluntary offseason stuff. I think he doesn't want to show up to minicamp. And I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, watch, he's going to sign 4th of July weekend. That's when he'll do it. Because then the next thing that he has to be ready for is training camp a month later. So that's what I'm looking at at this point. But there is still that outside shot that Gronk doesn't come back. And we're going to go back, you know, in a month and a half after Gronk has announced his retirement and say, well, you remember when we talked on on the show about him commenting that he was going to cheer on Leonard Fournette from the stands wearing a, a number seven jersey. I guess he was serious. So, you know, it's it is what it is, but you you have to follow along just because maybe there's some truth behind some of this, or maybe this is just Gronk being Gronk and, and having a grand old time and doing his weird contagious Gronk giggle. Every time he posts about something, you'd have to think at this stage though, Tom Brady's in his ear saying, all right, Rob, enough's enough. Let's, let's get it moving. You know, if I, if I were to put money on it, I would say that Gronk is back for one more year with the Buccaneers. Does he play beyond that? I don't know. But I do think he returns for the 2022 season with the Buccaneers. And if I was going to put money on it, of course, I would do it with our friends over at Bet Online, who continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, Stanley Cup playoffs, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Wrapping things up here on a Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko flying solo. You can follow me on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks. Yes, I realize that we are live on YouTube on a Tuesday night, and I'm saying it's the Wednesday edition, but for all of our OGs out there, and we love and appreciate every one of you, this show will drop on the podcast format of your choice at midnight, thus the Wednesday episode. And you're probably sitting there going, James, uh, you're not talking to anybody except those of us watching right now, and you're not having to listen to anyone interact with you. Why are you wearing headphones? Well, it's because of this reason right here. We have a voicemail. Zach in Dallas answered my call for you all to help me with this episode, to send in your questions, send in your topics. So we are going to hear from Zach in Dallas, and then I'm still keeping an eye on you folks in the live chat. Send me your questions to wrap up this show. Uh, <clears throat> David, I, I see you have one in there for the rest of you watching. Please send in your questions, send in your comments, send in your thought. At this point, it could be an ask me anything. You can ask me about the Bucks. You can ask me about the Lightning who are getting ready to play 
here in about 40 minutes. You can ask me about movies, music, whatever you'd like. Just start filling up that live chat with your questions while we hear from Zach in Dallas. What is up, James? It's Zach from Dallas calling in, trying to help you out on your solo episode. Man, I am pumped for the game in Dallas, or was pumped until I saw that standing room only tickets are already over $100. So I got to figure that one out. But call that. I know it's super early. Not going to hold you to this. What is your way, way, way too early score prediction for the Dallas-Tampa game? Like I said, I know it's early. I'm just curious. We'll catch you later, guys. Fire those cannons. Go Bucks. Zach, thank you very much for the call. And yeah, I mean, standing room only for $100 does not sound like a great time. Uh, however, my son informed me the other day, the most expensive ticket in the NFL right after they announced the schedule was Cowboys Packers. And those tickets were going for over $500 a piece. I cannot fathom spending $500 on a ticket for anything. It would take John Lennon and George Harrison coming back from the dead and the Beatles going on tour for me to spend $500 on a ticket for something. That is insane. But more power to those that are able to go out and buy those seats. So way, 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 way too early score prediction for week one between the Bucks and the Cowboys. A refresher uh, for those that may have forgotten, last year, week one, Buccaneers, defending champions at home, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. They win that game 31 to 29, okay? This year may not have Chris Godwin in this one. Definitely don't have Antonio Brown in this one, who I correctly predicted was going to go over 100 yards and a touchdown in that game against the Cowboys. Um, maybe you don't have Gronk. I think you have Gronk. But you do have Russell Gage. You do have Mike Evans. You've now added Cade Otten. You've got awesome mustache Cameron Bray out there. Uh you have Rashad White, which is going to be an interesting mix into the offense. Not only that, but your defense might have gotten a little bit better. You know, you, you take a look at the addition of Logan Hall. You take a look that hopefully your starting corners are, are healthy and you've added Zion McCollum. You've added Logan Ryan. You've added Keon O'Neal. And you take a look at Dallas. They no longer have Amari Cooper who was a huge factor in that game. Um, you know, maybe CD's going to go off a little bit more, but Zeke is, is starting to fade, starting to fall out of favor. He's not the running back that he was when the Bucks and Cowboys played a few years ago and he's scoring a touchdown and jumping in the Salvation Army bucket and, and all that. I'm going to take the Buccaneers to win. And you know what, Zach? You can you can write this down. You can hold me to this. Bucks win 37 to 28. That is my way too early score prediction for week one for the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. They're going to go into Jerry World and they're going to win by two scores. 
Jumping over to the live chat, David, I see you asking about uh, how much of an impact will Zion have in the secondary this season? Look, I love Zion McCollum. I absolutely love this kid. He is big. He is fast. He is physical. He is intelligent. And he is gunning for a starting job. Realize that sounds a little far-fetched. How is a fifth-round selection going to be fighting for a starting job in this secondary? Well, first and foremost, Zion McCollum may have been drafted in the fifth round. He is not a fifth-round talent. I believe that Dane Brugler had him with a third-round grade. Um, a lot of a lot of draft experts, and that only gets you so far, but a lot of draft experts had a day-two grade on this kid. Sean Murphy bunting was a little bit disappointing last year. I realized he got injured in that Cowboys game, had to battle back from injury, never really looked like he got back to that 2020 form, but he better find that form and he better find it quickly because Zion McCollum is everything that Sean Murphy bunting is, and he can be a lot more. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to watch these camp battles uh, especially in the secondary, and and we're going to see what Zion McCollum is really made of. Is he really a day-two guy? Because it wouldn't surprise anyone if I said, yeah, Zion McCollum, second-round pick, you know, he'll, he'll find a way into the starting lineup. See Antoine Winfield Jr. But a fifth-round pick, you're thinking, hmm, let's wait and see. But he's going to battle, and he's either going to push Sean Murphy Bunting to find another level or – He's going to push Sean Murphy Bunting to find a seat on the bench while he is taking over opposite of Carlton Davis. Uh, David Harrison, are you ready to admit Anakin is the main villain in Star Wars? No, absolutely not. No. No. But I am excited that Obi-Wan starts in just a couple of weeks. In fact, I think we're 10 days away. 10 days away from the Obi-Wan series. Let's go. All right, David, that's what I wanted to hear. I also love this guy. He was not a fifth-round talent. Slept on big time. All right. With that, if there's no more questions, I think we are going to go ahead and get out of here. The lightning game starts in about a half hour. So I know a lot of you in the live chat and, and watching live over at YouTube are, uh, are pumped to watch that game one. Tampa Bay versus the Florida Panthers. This rivalry has gotten real. And um, my heart hurts that Braden Point is probably not playing tonight. Uh, hopefully he uh, he recovers soon. Yes, exactly, David. Go Bolt. So we'd like to thank you for watching live over on YouTube. This is something that I think David and I are going to start doing a little bit more often. Uh, might end up finding one day a week to make sure that we go live, you know, same day, same time, every week, uh, especially when we start to get close to the season. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun, get a lot more interaction. So we thank all of you watching live on YouTube. And we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Nope. Make it Locked On NFL. <laughs> there is no offseason for the real fans david's gonna make fun of me because i didn't update that in the script he's already making fun of me yes david be the thunder yes make your second listen locked on 
NFL. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL get insights and opinions from hosts, including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There is no offseason for real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft because they talk about it all year long. Ryan Tracy, Eric Crocker, they crush it over there. Continue to listen to them so you're ready to know who to look for this college season uh, as teams will uh, inevitably begin talking about the draft by mid-November. David will be back tomorrow. If you have any questions or topics for him, of course, send him an email, lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com, or be like Zach in Dallas and call in at 813-444-5841. For David Harrison, I am James Yarko. Make sure you're checking everything out over at bucksgameday.com, bucksnation.com, and follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at jyarko underscore bucks, and at dharrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. Fire those hands. Thank you so much for joining us right here. 